0: If you're Mr. Beast and you're promoting uh, a bank product or something like that, and then you're like, okay, wow, 10 million people are now going to use this bank product because he gets 20 million views. And let's just say there's an insane conversion. Uh, That changes everything for these companies. And as a result, your $50,000 worth of equity that you got today uh, should be worth substantially more.
1: What's up, everyone? Bringing you episode number four of Creator Economics. We're having so much fun doing this. Uh, My name is Reed. Uh, I introduced myself last time and a few other episodes, uh, but I work with Mr. Beast and a few other creators. Uh, We have Blake as well.
0: Yeah, uh, early stage investor at at Love The Ventures. And yeah, super excited to, to be back for a fourth episode.
1: So interesting topic that we wanted to dig into today, something that Blake probably gets a lot more questions than I do on this, although some people uh, I do bring this up from time to time, but it revolves around creators taking equity positions in companies. Why should they do that? If they should even be looking to take equity in companies aside from just cash. Um, so that's one thing we wanted to get in today uh, and all the stuff that revolves around this uh, this conversation.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's probably two high level ways that, that creators would get involved in, in this world. I think one is obviously just from an angel investing or investing standpoint, once they're uh at a good enough point in their lives maybe they start investing in tech companies or software Mm. i don't know restaurants whatever it might be and then the other side of that is uh which i think we'll we'll probably focus on for this episode is is just around actually like taking equity in exchange for services uh and i think in in our example or what we'll be talking about is is around uh maybe doing a brand deal or promotion uh, almost like an endorsement deal is probably the the cleanest closest way, getting equity in exchange for being a spokesperson or an endorsement?
1: So I I get harassed about this one all the time and people say, did Mr. Beast get equity in Honey? Uh, No one's ever been too sure, but I always get the question. No, we did not have equity in Honey. We we started working with Honey in 2017. Trust me, we tried uh, to get equity. We believed in the company when we first heard about it, uh, when we talked with their marketing director. (laughs) <laughs> the founder would not budge on giving us equity. They were already valued at over a billion dollars at that point. They um, did not need our money to even let us invest, uh, so we tried. Uh, that was the situation, you know, where Jimmy and I were like, "Listen, you know, we do need the money, but we're also willing to take some equity on the back end." Uh, didn't end up working out. So just to address that one right off the bat, but Blake, what are some good examples of, uh, of creators taking equity in companies and that actually panning out?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think probably like. Shaq is notorious for for mm-hmm. doing this, and and I think actually in in Shaq's case or some bigger celebrity examples that that we'll probably touch on, it's more of them actually just leveraging the fact that they're famous and uh and and leveraging their access to get into these these companies and saying hey I'm going to do endorsements and and like Shaq with uh Ring is a good example, but there there's I I think going back to even the Honey example it there's there's a point where for Jimmy uh or Mr. Beast as most people know him he was at a point where he probably really prioritized cash you know and yeah. um and and i think from a founders or from a company's perspective they're super protective over equity especially as it starts to become worth more and i think that as a uh there is this like sort of perfect opportunity where when you're i don't know a series a or series b company you might have just raised 10 20 million dollars um but you're you're not willing to pay a big creator for 10, 10 videos or something like that but you're like look maybe there's this this perfect opportunity where we can say hey uh i'll give you uh i don't know a quarter of a percentage or a half a percentage of this company in exchange for i don't know five or six videos and and obviously that's all just rough math but the context are important thing to highlight there is that most early employees uh of companies I like I don't know let's say you're an engineer uh, like one of the first engineers at a, at a software company getting half a percentage of equity means that you were like one of the first people there um, yeah. and those people are working there for five ten years and putting in ridiculously long hours and so to a creator uh getting offered a half a percent or a quarter percent probably seems you know like almost ins- insulting right? like uh because you're like oh my gosh i'm about to bring my entire fan base here but that is where the biggest disconnect and sort of the biggest opportunity for this to really happen is when creators understand the value of equity and they're like, "Okay, wow, there's half a percentage that actually can be worth a ton and the the famous example uh that that you and I were talking about off air was uh there's there's an example of I, forget, I think his name's j- G- uh, David Cho he's a graffiti artist, and uh he was being hired by Facebook, and I think this is like two thousand five yeah. uh, and he was they hired him to do like a mural in in the office in 2005 and he was uh I, he asked for $60,000 and i think at the time they'd only raised like a million or something dollars and and they're like we're not paying you $60,000 but we'll we'll pay you in equity if you want and and Sean Parker was was the uh the president of Facebook at the time and he was basically like i think you should take the equity uh and i imagine to David Cho the graffiti artist at the time it was probably like oh my gosh, Like I would much prefer $60,000 in a startup that I have no idea if it's going to work. And obviously, this is the most extreme example. Yeah. But like a, that that equity that he got for that service, I, I mean, I think it was when they IPO'd, it was worth $200 million. Uh, let's say today, that's probably worth a, <laughs> several billion dollars. So uh, I, I think that is uh, a perfect example of sort of the power laws. And yes, he lost $60,000 in the short term, Uh, but I mean, he, he's set for life all from that one painting. So
1: yeah, you brought something up. That's really interesting. And this is something that, you know, I've dealt with, with my clients and, and other clients and different companies. Uh, and and I think some creators are just jaded in the fact that they think that if they're going to take equity in a company, it should be 10, 20, 30% of that company. And we have some software company coming in who just raised a million dollars at a $10 million valuation. So for them to give up 10, 20, 30% of that company. Um, for them is unfathomable. Like they would never do that. Right. And so we've also lost out on a lot of deals because I think, you know, our clients or other people have been a little too aggressive on the ask where, or I think we could have taken, like you said, um, a percent, a half a percent, a quarter of a percent. Uh, It would have been small at the time, Um, but people have to realize like these companies are are raising capital to scale. Um, It's not, out of the ordinary for a company to go from a ten million dollars valuation to a hundred million dollar valuation in under a year. Uh, and so we have lost out on deals um, for that reason. And so that that's been you know one frustration of mine. And we've had to educate some of our creators on it. and now we're we're not only taking equity in companies that we promote. If we truly believe in the company, a lot of times we're now just we're also writing a check uh, into that company. And we've made multiple investments in different game studios and things like that. Uh, and that will continue to progress, I think, with this industry. Um, but if you're if you're a creator, you know, like uh, Mr. Beast, like in 2017, we needed the cash. Uh, we really did. Uh, and so we wanted equity. We wanted to supplement half and half, but we really needed the cash, not only to operate, but to, to really film these crazy videos that Jimmy started to film in 2017, 2018. Um, so looking back on it, yes, we would have loved to take all equity. We would have bit the bullet and been like, you know what? We'll take out a loan. We'll figure it out. Um, but you know, looking back on it too, like that, that money also helped us scale to where he is today. So, if you're a creator, what are really like the pros and cons of taking equity as opposed to just taking straight cash? And also for all the listeners, like keep in mind, ninety nine percent of deals are just cash. Um, these equity deals are still, you know, something that doesn't happen very often. And uh, I think companies are starting to you know maybe explore that option but we still haven't seen a lot of these
0: yeah i i think it's and you can correct me if i'm wrong but i think from like a creator's perspective the only downside to doing i guess there's two downsides the major downside to to doing an equity deal instead of a pure cash deal is just that there is a chance you never see the payment on that right like uh yeah. you like and it's really opportunity cost if if you're mr beast and you're doing a video on his main channel uh that isn't a pure cash deal and it's an equity deal there's a chance that he just you know i don't know like he'll never see the upside on that video and i i mean for me like i i think very long term and i i I believe in just the power laws of investing and and getting exposure to these companies especially if you believe in them which you should then it's worth it all day but I, i i can see the other side of like okay yeah, I'm going to lose out on a huge amount of money from not doing this brand deal for this video. How am I going to pay for this video? All of that stuff uh, is definitely the the counter argument. And then the other part of it is that if you take equity in one of these companies, you are essentially becoming an, an, uh, the spokesperson and the main endorser of this company. You are going to likely like exclude yourself from other companies within this space. And so uh, yeah. let's say you take it, if you did Honey, and then Honey, now is is rolled up into PayPal or whatever. Maybe you're like you're not able to work with any of their competitors. Like who knows? But that's just you. you that's just the nature of it. In the same way that if someone invests in that company, they're not going to go and invest in another competitor unless it's very explicit. But um, yeah, that that's those are my two sort of thoughts there.
1: Yeah, it, and it's like think about Gymshark, Shark, right? And hopefully, you know, I don't know. Hopefully, some creators took equity in Gymshark Shark. Uh, I, I would imagine that if they did, they can't work with Nike, Adidas, like they can't work with those big sports apparel brands. Hell, they can't probably work with any apparel brand. So uh, that's a, you know, one example that I can think of where influencers have really like moved the needle for them. I think another interesting one is Dollar Shape Club. They were really running this influencer game, you know, well before they were acquired. Um, so I, I don't think there was a situation where any, um, any influencers took equity. What should to take this a little further uh, along on this conversation, what should creators look for when they're taking equity in these companies? What are some of those deal terms? and you as an investor uh, who invests in companies, if you're now in the creator seat and this company's saying, "Hey, we'll give you equity." And to a lot of creators, what does that even mean? Like what's equity yeah. mean? So maybe we need to break down that a little further. You know yeah. what, what are you kind of looking for in terms of like what that deal is and what that deal looks like?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it typically would look, I think structurally, you would see it through like advisor grants or advisor equity is probably the cleanest way that they would do it. And in the same way that companies bring on uh, like technical advisors or strategic advisors who maybe know that space super well, they there's a very similar dynamic here where it's like, hey, you're a big creator, you have a huge audience. We think that having you involved uh as one an endorser of of this and pushing it out to, to your fans but also just like hopefully as a person that can be a sounding board and be like would your audience actually uh mm-hmm. liked it th- like this product and and hopefully the creator will be super honest with that uh that is the highest level of how it would work i i think uh those advisor deals you know could range i i think Obviously, if it's super early stage, maybe you can ask for more. Like you know, you can ask for these like large percentages. But I think once you get past, I don't know, what let's just say like three or four percent, you're you're basically becoming a co-founder of this business, you know. And if you're becoming the co-founder of this business by taking five, ten, fifteen, twenty percent of this business, or even more, uh, the whole dynamic of of you being involved with that company changes, and uh, you you will like the expectations of you change as well, like you're now expected to be super involved and be promoting Mm -hmm. this and uh again because you have to remember there's there's tons of early employees who aren't seeing that same upside you know they're seeing uh you know maybe a percent or two percent or whatever it might be or half a percent uh for being there really 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 early uh and they're working every day towards making that better and if you're this creator who's getting ten percent of this business and They make videos and they drive audience to it but if that's not what they're working on every day and they're continuing to do other brand deals and things like that it's just a totally different dynamic and obviously if you're if you're the founders of that company and you're like why did i give up 10 percent to this creator who did a one-time promotion or five-time promotion uh that's not good for anyone like you're just going to create people that are like really bitter at both sides so i think the the perfect situation in in I don't know how this will actually work. Like, I think someone will figure out the exact format of this, but I think it looks like an advisor equity uh, in exchange for number of videos or brand deals or posts, whatever it might be. Uh, and you basically structure it, let's say, I don't know, a creator charges $100,000 per video and, on on their channel. And you're like, okay, we're gonna get 10 videos from you. That's a million dollars worth of videos and value. Mm-hmm. We will give you a half a percent of this company at this series a of of this company let's say the company's valued at i don't know for simplicity's sake we'll just say it's like 10 million dollars that in theory your equity is worth i don't know i think that's fifty thousand dollars or something like that so obviously to the creator you're like what the hell you know like if you just do the simple math you're like i'm gonna get paid fifty thousand dollars in shares of this company uh when i'm giving up a million dollars worth of value the hope is that this company, by you promoting it, and this is where I think it gets really powerful, is that if you're actually, like, if you have a huge audience who will resonate with this, then you have the ability to directly impact the value of these companies. You know, like, if if you're Mr. Beast and you're promoting uh, a bank product or something like that, and then you're like, okay, wow, 10 million people are now going to use this bank product because he gets 20 million views. And let's just say there's an insane conversion. Uh, that changes everything for these companies. And as a result, your $50,000 worth of equity that you got today, uh, should be worth substantially more. And, and obviously, five, 10 years from now, that should be the life changing money that like, it, it's all in the power laws, there's gonna be more yeah. often than not you uh, it's going to fail. That's just how this works. Mo- most startups fail. But on the off chance that you work with one and, and The reason why I think it's compelling is because as a creator with a huge audience, you have the distribution in in some ways to brute force these companies into relevancy. And not in like, you can't make them succeed, but you can definitely get people to talk about them or try the product. If the product ends up being poor and people didn't like the product, then that's on the company itself. But like you have the chance to really change the trajectory of these companies. And that's where I think like it can work really well for both parties.
1: So what what I've seen these deals start to look like, and I remember what they looked like in 2018, and, and I think companies have gotten a little smarter now with influencers, is they're tying certain metrics to equity, right? They're mm-hmm. saying, okay, we'll give you 1% or half a percent of equity just for getting involved in doing a video. But then we're also going to give you X amount of shares on a you know install basis, right? If you're able to convert X amount of fans, you get to here. And if you're able to convert another uh, amount of fans, then you get to that next bonus structure that unlocks, say, more options or shares within that company. Uh, and so the deals that I've seen, uh, at least that we've been looking at in the past six months, uh, have been structured a little differently. Uh, it mm-hmm. also seems that there is some vesting schedule um, s- associated with these shares. And for those of you who don't know what a vesting schedule is, it's just you know basically an amount of time at which your shares in that company... You know, take to get to a point where they actually have that value where you actually really own them. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so they, they usually have like a, a one to I've even seen aggressively like four year, which an employee usually has four year vesting schedule. Yeah. But I have, you know, seen offers now on a four year vesting schedule. Um, so people are getting smarter at structuring these deals for influencers. That's why, to me, over the next, you know, few years, we're going to see these deals become normal. Uh, whether it's in it, they're probably going to be small, right? 5,000 shares here, 10,000 shares here, you know, vesting over a certain amount of years with bonus metrics associated with them. Um, But like you said, if you're a bank product and you only have 150 to 200,000 users, um, which is in the banking space, quite large, right? (laughs) Now, if you bring a couple influencers in and they take you from 200 to 250, I mean, the valuation of that business is substantially increased because of that influencer getting involved, right? And so, you know, some of these deals, like I said, you know, they've, they've really been associated with actually bringing value, not just associating your name with the company and saying, hey, I'm this massive YouTuber. I have a lot of subscribers. They're saying, no, like prove your actual value. We know that our company is already worth $50 million. Prove that you can make our company worth $100 million and you will in turn reap the benefit. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's exciting for me to see, uh, as the person on the other side of the table, helping the influencer that, you know, founders are starting to understand how these deals should be structured. And just to, to name a few more examples that you and I were talking about, I think, you know, LeBron has done a really good job in this space and he's probably, you know, I would say one of the pioneers of taking equity in companies. He wasn't a co-founder of Beats by Dre, at least not from my knowledge. Um, had equity in the company, promoted the company very heavily, was in commercials. They obviously exited, uh, and he did well. I think Blaze Pizza, like you said, where you brought this up, another good example of you know LeBron. You know, he's more of a co-founder with this business, but like the business model, was willing to take equity instead of cash. Uh, I, I believe I saw him in some type of ad for Blaze Pizza, and so you know, it seems like the athletes have started to do this. A lot quicker than the digital influencers, um, but now like we're seeing some of the biggest digital influencers jump into this space, and so to me, it's exciting to see what deals and what companies will actually exit with influencers on that actual cap table.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hope like we saw recently with with Charlie D'Amelio and and step uh, in the bank, mm-hmm. and it, I, I hope that she got equity for that. You know, yeah. it, it seems like she's promoting it. I think there's a couple other creators that are promoting it as well, but I imagine uh the value that she is bringing to that is I mean huge and and as specifically we we've, we've been talking about banking like the actual cost to acquire a user or someone to actually sign up for for banks is uh surprisingly very high or or unsurprisingly very high if you're, if you're in the space but uh as a result I have to imagine that that uh Charlie was given either a really amazing cash package or uh given upside in that company for for driving all those installs, and I hope uh that that it was more of the latter because uh she is bringing just a huge disproportionate amount of value like and a huge boost on on day one
1: of course, and if you okay, so you're in the creator seat now, how do you initiate that conversation? right? A company reaches out to you there there may be in startup mode, they've maybe raised a seed round. Do you initiate that conversation right off the bat? Do you lead with, hey, I want equity? Or, and this is kind of the route we've taken, let us provide some upside, let us show you that we can actually move the needle, and then we're gonna come back to you and you're gonna give us a good deal because you know that we can help you move the needle, right? Yeah. So if you're, if you're in that seat, I think there's two different routes to take. We've kind of defaulted to take the, the second route on some of the deals that we've got involved in, Um, but as a creator, like, how do you think about bringing that up and and what does that deal look like?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the reason traditionally why we haven't seen a ton of this is because one founders are super protective over equity because they should be, they, they believe in their business. They hope that it's going to be worth, you know, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. And so they're like, yeah, like I'm not going to give up equity to this person. and then as a, as a creator, most creators are like, I just want cash and I want to get paid fast. And uh, that would be amazing if you can wire me money like within a, like a month, <laughs> you know? Uh, yep. And so that's usually why you don't see it. And and, and I think for uh, the savvy creators and the savvy founders, there is this, this synergy. And I think you and I are both betting that this will converge more and more over time. Uh, but I think that as a creator, you need to either... Think about it as like, hey, I found this company really early, and this company is in its infancy, and I see a ton of potential to grow with them. In the same way that, that Mr. Beast grew a ton with Honey, right? Like, as Honey continued to grow, uh, I mean, Mr. Beast continued to get more brand deals and become sort of a staple within that. And uh, mm-hmm. we saw it with, with David Dobrik and SeatGeek. And yep. uh, I think that, like, the dream is you finding a company at the seed or Series A and being like, hey, let's do one or two brand deals uh and and let's see how that goes and it's like look my audience loves this and you like a, as a company you're also sort of betting on this person too <laughs> you know like uh you're hoping that this person's gonna continue to grow and by working with them and being tied together uh you're gonna get a much better rate right like if in you can make a case for honey it probably would have been super advantageous for them to do a deal with uh with Mr. Beast back then as well because I imagine his rate has only gone up as his views have continued to grow. And yep. so, uh, in a perfect world, it's like both of you are at, at a point where you you both need each other. You both want to grow, uh, and it's like let's let's tie uh, our hands together and, and make sure that we do this together and, and grow. But I think uh, as as a creator to actually approach it and and I don't know, like get to that conversation with the founders and with those teams, it's it's really trying to like one, hopefully, you believe in that business, like it, to the point where you you're taking equity in this business. You should be so amped and like have the strongest belief that this is going to be a big business that you're either asking to invest your own money or you're saying look i don't have a ton of like liquidity right now i don't have a ton of cash to invest in this but i want to be involved i want to promote this i'm willing to forego getting my brand deal money for this in exchange for stock and uh the 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 dynamic that is fun to explore here is and like if you told I don't know. Let's say for Mr. Beast as an example, and you're like, "Hey, we're gonna give you five hundred thousand shares of of this company." To him, like that might sound way better than the equivalent of uh, you know, like a quarter point of that company. But that's just the reality. Is like that. That's what it might equal out to be. And and so I uh, I think there's there's sort of this like messaging or or just a storytelling along this as well, where uh, creators and founders need to figure out how to like what is the terminology that both parties will actually understand and appreciate because again i think right now it feels very far off and that most creators feel like they yeah. have so much leverage
1: that that's a really good point so i've seen um most uh founders usually say the the percentage amount right and that's to me always the big mistake right yeah. it should be because like you said five hundred thousand shares sounds a lot better than a half a percent right so if you're a founder out there you're trying to get influencers interested in your company, that you first need to understand that 99% of them have no idea, you know, what a, a share of a company is or even how it's valued, right? And so you have to break it way down for them. You also have to, to make it easy for them to understand what they're actually getting and what it could potentially turn into. So, you know, for us, like we've actually asked, you know, when we receive some offers, we've actually asked them, okay, don't give us the percentage, give us the actual amount of shares because their next question is going to be like what is each share valued at not what is not how many overall shares are there in the company cuz that honestly doesn't really matter what really matters is like okay if i'm getting 10,000 shares what's the value of each individual share not yep. what percentage of the company is that you know yep. cuz you're you're incentivized to increase the share value yes. uh, and so and so hopefully you know founders if if any founders are listening to this and you're trying to get an influencer in your deal uh, that should be how you should lead with this deal um, is just give them the shares, uh, not the percentage of the company. Because trust me, they will all be scared off if you say, hey, I will give you a quarter percent of my company um, that yeah. probably doesn't even generate cash yet. They will all be scared off. And uh, and that is not how you want to start that relationship.
0: Yeah. And and obviously, there's the other part of it of like, there's investors in this company. And, and hopefully, there's really smart investors. who And, mm-hmm. and it's like, they just paid a million dollars for 10% of this company. Like, they're not, idiots hopefully you know Um, and so I think they like from a manager perspective it's also going and explaining like look these are really smart people to have at the table they saw value and they're the ones who are valuing it at at this price and and this price per share and they just put in a million dollars to get uh, 10% of this company and it's like okay like you're going to get this for free you know (laughs) or uh, you're going to get a a quarter point or a half a point of this company for free uh, in exchange for your services and like the hope and, and the reason why I get excited about it is because there's it's everyone is fully aligned and getting this company to be worth a lot of money. That's like the dream alignment. Obviously, with a brand deal, you should be like, yes, I want this to work. But I think for most creators, it's much more of like, I just want to have a ton of views on my video. Or like, I want to make sure I have a ton of impressions. And I want to make sure that like, uh, it performs well. So that way I can get more brand deals. I don't know if most creators actually care if like, People convert, or if that actually helps the bottom line of the company, I'm sure at some level they do. But I think most of it is actually like, I hope my video performs well, so I didn't like just embarrass myself with that brand, and they'll come back. And whereas if you get equity, it's like, oh, what is the actual impact I made there? Like, did that move the needle? Like, is this company now going to be worth like a billion dollars because of that? Because that is super exciting. And, and that is like the ultimate, ultimate alignment. Uh, whereas I think in the one off brand deals, it's, it's just a different dynamic.
1: Yeah, it, it's it also goes back to creator codes, right? They've almost given creators, you know, some sense of ownership. Uh Fortnite was the first one to kind of come into this. Now, Roblox has a star creator code. I, I believe that's what they call it. And now, you know, these, these influencers can see like, okay, if I shout out my creator code at the beginning of the video, does it convert as opposed to you know when I do it here or however else I do it right? And so they're actually seeing what's converting. Uh, and so it's, it's been interesting for me to kind of sit over here and watch and, and see how well some of these creator codes have done and now every single game company is coming out with these. Now you sitting in the in the investor seat, have you ever had a founder come into a board meeting and try and convince you, to give an influencer or to let him give an influencer equity in that specific company.
0: I've had a few discuss it. It's never gotten to a point where it's like we're going to give X percentage or X amount of advisory shares for it. I'd say that we've had a couple where it's on the small end of like uh, this creator or influencer or celebrity wants to invest but in order for them to invest they also want to make sure that they get advisor equity um mm-hmm. as like that is sort of the other side of this that, that we haven't discussed but uh there's tons of examples where i don't know you have let, let's say mr beast investing in a in a game company mr beast invests uh like $50,000 and then it's like that will be the equivalent of half a percent or I, I don't know let's just say yeah we'll just use half a percent as the example and it's like for me to be really excited, I want this to be like I want to have one and a half percent or one percent of this company, and so uh, it's like okay, well, we'll give you fifty or uh, another half a percent uh, in advisor equity, uh, and so it's like the the in between is you gave that person the opportunity to invest, they invested, and so now they're like financially aligned, but now they're also getting like their mm-hmm. advisor equity for additional services, and so uh, from that perspective, uh, I've seen that happen quite a bit where. Uh, in order to get someone to say hey you can use my name because there's tons of tons of celebrities who are totally fine with disinvesting and and being like i'll invest but like please don't use my name or like i'm not gonna don't expect anything of me uh as far as like endorsing uh unless i get like additional payments or or uh like still give me brand deals or give me equity in this business um and so we see a ton where it's like hey we'll give you some advisor equity plus you can the opportunity for you to invest and especially when a company is doing really well it's hard for anyone to invest and so uh when they're opening up the opportunity to be like hey you can invest alongside sequoia or benchmark um you can we'll cut out fifty thousand dollars for you to be able to invest we'll also give you some advisor equity Uh um and here's the expectations of you
1: yeah i I think hundred thieves is a good example right you've had obviously a few big celebrities on the the cap table Uh, who are I, I would say somewhat involved. I, I don't know, obviously, but they were in a press release. I know Drake was was definitely yep. in a press release. You guys announced it. You guys announced Scooter um, when he invested, and I, I would guess that they at least know what's going on within the business. Um, but they're not out there promoting the business every month, right? They were somewhat, you know, at least Drake probably more of a passive investor. Thought Hundred These was cool. Wanted to get involved in esports, but didn't really want to get his hands dirty. Uh, we're seeing a lot of that. In my opinion, of you know, creators, athletes, celebrities investing in companies passively. Uh, I think Ashton Kutcher is probably a good example of like a passive celebrity investor who's now like grown into a larger venture capitalist, and you know, he's been in a lot of great deals. I, I think that's going to continue to happen. We've seen now, you know, some some TikTok creators, uh, a few guys from the Sway House, Josh Richards, Bryce Hall, actually start investing in companies. Uh, and interacting with the venture community, I would imagine those checks are small, probably 10, 20, even probably $5,000, like small checks. Um, but it's giving them a seat at the table. They're learning how these deals are done. They're learning how these deals are structured. I, I hope they're investing in things that they at least think they can help move the needle on in the future if they're call, called on to do so. And hopefully they get you know advisor shares. Um, I, do you think that you Know it, at least digital creators who you know right now are doing pretty well. A lot of people are watching YouTube, a lot of people are watching TikTok. Do you think more of them are going to move into that like passive investor role? Um, I know as an angel, it's tough, it's all about having the right relationships, and none of these guys are going to vet deals. Um, so if any, and to switch the question a little bit, have any influencers kind of leaned on you and, and Ludlow to help vet deals that they want to be a part of?
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I've had. I mean, surprisingly, a large amount of, uh, of creators like reach out and be like, "Hey, I'd like to get involved in investing more. I'm super interested in tech or software. Uh, if you ever see anything interesting, like, let me know." I think the the key, and and I think what what you guys are doing with with Nine Media, and and uh, I'm sure you you can talk about it a bit with from from the investing side. Um, but like, I think what what's really key is the best deals. Uh, okay, uh, there's going to be people who watch this will be like the best deals aren't competitive, but the best deals uh, are 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 hard to get allocation in for the most part, uh, yeah. especially at the later rounds. Let's say A or B or or something like that. Uh, we we've and, already
1: witnessed that, like trying to squeeze ourselves into deals that like closed in ten minutes, and we were like, yeah. whoa, hold on, we want to be involved.
0: Yeah, and, and, and so when that happens, like the pitch for venture firms to their investors in their fund is that they have proprietary access to these deals, they're seeing these deals before other people, uh, X, Y, and Z, all all of that stuff. I think for creators, they do get some level of of access that other people might not have. And so uh, if you are Mr. Beast and you want to invest in a really great consumer company at a Series A or Series B, it's, people will make room, right? Like, I don't know if they will give them, you know, the whole round but don't make room and, and and that's really valuable and i think for sway and and bryce and and uh josh richards and griffin those guys i think they're they're realizing that they can leverage their access and their and their fame so far to get into deals especially ones that are competitive and uh when you're writing smaller checks and, and i'll say smaller is like anything less than a hundred thousand it, dollars it's there There is an advantage in that like most people aren't gonna turn down a hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand or twenty thousand dollars check from someone that that can add value, especially by just having them tied to the the brand. Uh, if nothing else pulling them away from competitors, right? like uh, yeah. it, it, if Mr. Beast invests in your company and uh, another competitor competitor emerges, like you'd much rather than him be investing in yours than your competitor. Uh, that is going to continue to happen and we're for sure going to see more of that, but I'd love to hear from your side, obviously with my media, like moving into investing and doing some investing yourself, like how do you think yeah. about this stuff? Uh,
1: I, I think the first deal we did, uh, kind of fell in our lap. Company's not announced yet, so I can't say too much, but we had never really thought about investing in software until we came across this company and. Our our philosophy at the time was like if it's not a hell yes it's a no right that was like our <laughs> only philosophy uh it, I was like if we're not super excited about this or we're like we would actually use and promote this company then like we're not getting involved what I what I do think is interesting and you made the point about Jimmy is that we've been now at the table in some of these very competitive deals to get involved with like Series A level um and they've all been like hold on we'll make room for Night Media and Blank Influencer because we want them on the cap table. right? Uh, I, I think if I'm a large venture capital firm, that usually doesn't happen. Um, okay. I, I Usually, they're not like, whoa, whoa, whoa we want to make room for these four you know, VC firms because they're, they're also not going to write a $200,000 check. Most of these people want to lead the deal, or at yeah. least if they're not leading the deal, they want a huge allocation. Um, and so we've gotten in some really good deals just because like the founders have wanted a certain influencer and even like, I want this person involved. I'm even willing to, you know, take a little more money to get them involved because we're, we're closed. Um, so from our standpoint, it's also a reason why we started investing in companies because we found out that, okay, we can develop really good relationships with some of these, these venture capitalists, some of these angel investors, and, and we can kind of leverage them and and they can help us get into some of these deals and you know they're all curious about this industry they i think they've most of them at least the ones we work with have invested in the creator economy in some way shape or form um and so it's it's been you know a very mutual mutually beneficial relationship for us getting to know them us sending them deals that we like and then vice versa um and so you know it's just something you know about being a talent manager is like i get incredible access whether I deserve to get that access or not, I get that access uh, and it's wonderful, uh, whether it's like doing something like Team Trees, uh, where I'm able to meet these you know powerful people investing in Team Trees and writing checks, or if it's someone that wants to meet a creator. We had a situation where this uh, massive celebrity, huge, has a very successful show for the last decade, um, reached out and was like, my daughter is obsessed with you know, your creator, can we figure something out, right? And so I kind of just get to sit back and I get to be in the seat of like getting to meet cool people, getting to, you know, invest in companies, getting to do brand deals. Um, so it's it's been a lot of fun, to be honest. Um, and investing in companies was like that, one of like those steps that we just needed to take. And we were getting such incredible access. Uh, and, the, and the checks that we have written, like we've been so excited about the companies. And you know some of them. We haven't announced any of them yet. Well, actually, um, Dorian is actually public, so we invested in Dorian, that was in TechCrunch. Uh, we, uh, we should not have gotten in that deal. That was like a last minute, hold on, we're closing Thursday, it's Wednesday night, uh, can we make room for night media? And we were like, yes, please, like we will wire the money tomorrow morning, it'll be in your account Thursday. That was like last minute, nobody else uh, was getting in that deal. Um, just another example of like us getting access. Um, so sitting in my chair, you know, being a talent manager for the last four years, um, has been a lot of fun and it's given me a lot of access and can't wait to continue to invest, you know, along with you guys and and a few other people we have relationships with.
0: Yeah. I I think most like you and I both believe to our core that the creator world is still just starting, you know? And, and I think, uh, Founders who, I think, young founders especially, are growing up and watching these people and being like, "Wow, these people have incredible influence" because they've also influenced my own life. Uh, and and I think for you and I, it's like we we feel that because we we live and breathe this space and spend a ton of time in it. But I think there's going to be way more creators that, in the same way, uh, I don't know if if LeBron wanted to invest in some company then a founder will probably, if they were a fan of basketball or, or LeBron, they, they would probably be like, yes, I'd, I'd let you invest in, in a second. Um, and I think that, uh, we are going to see that same dynamic play out in, in the creator world where, uh, people grew up watching Mr. Beast and now they're starting companies. And, oh, uh, we question. see it all the time with, with, with Natchat And, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, talk to people and, and they'll be like very successful, cre our, uh, successful founders. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I watched, like, Nate Chat forever. And I'm like, what? Like, and I'll, I'll tell Nate Chat and Nate chat will be like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he's uh, an it, old man
1: now in creator, creator years.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, I, I mean, people grew up watching him. I, yep. I grew up watching him. And, and so uh, it, it's there's going to be way more of that. And, and as a result, the access that these uh, creators get to hopefully amazing deals uh, continues to to go up. And obviously, yep. all of this is with the caveat that, like, Ninety-nine percent of the time, doing this like doesn't work out. But the power of the laws is just that if it does work, it really pays off. And uh, I think the the dream and what we always talk about is like helping creators uh, build sustainable careers. And uh, in a perfect world, they're they're investing or or they're putting uh, doing a brand deal for a company for in exchange for equity, and that company does incredibly well. And that helps, you know, them and their families forever, you know, or yeah. uh, really creates generational wealth uh, as opposed to maybe that one time or or 10 time payment for that brand deal.
1: Yeah, I don't I, I agree with you. I think we just rounded first base in the creator community. I We're definitely not to second yet, not close to third, like just rounded first base with everything going on the rise of YouTube. And that feels weird to say it's been a decade. Um, people also need to understand that. Creators or entrepreneurs they started a business by themselves, usually with a camera or at their computer uh, and this is no knock on you know athletes or celebrities, but most athletes you know they play football, they play baseball, they play basketball they go do that professionally they didn't really create anything right like like Jimmy has created a massive content business Preston has created a massive content business with uh Minecraft servers and a gaming studio and like all these tentacles as business you know these guys are entrepreneurs and so it's just a matter of time before they realize like what amount of value is you know involved in taking equity building businesses and that's why I feel like we there's you know you and I were thinking about this there's not that many examples which is sad but there will be it just takes time and as we continue to run around the bases and get to second get to third creators will, you know, it'll start to be the norm where not only creators are starting sustainable businesses, but they're also taking equity at early stages of successful companies that, you know, probably will exit in two to four years and, you know, that person will be at the New York Stock Exchange if they go public ringing the bell uh, with the founder and it'll be some massive YouTuber or TikTok artist that was like, I invested at the seed level and I believed in this company for six years Uh, we just haven't really seen that yet, but trust me, it's coming. And I know you believe it's coming and it's incredibly exciting, you know, as, you know, two guys who got in this pretty early on, you know, I've been in this industry now for almost six years. So I would say I'm an an old man in creator, you know, age, uh, like nadeshot. Uh, so, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a fun year. It's been a fun couple of years, but still like we are just at the infancy stage of this
0: yeah and and i think the the key thing is, is just right now if you're running a consumer company and you're starting a consumer company you're essentially just paying taxes to uh facebook and and google to advertise and uh and and to a point where it basically just becomes super unsustainable and mm-hmm. we're seeing this a lot in the direct to consumer space where you see certain companies go public and then you look at their economics and it's like they're paying a crazy amount to acquire users and for like one-time purchases, and I think that that right now the arbitrage opportunity is to work with creators, and obviously when you can align them with equity instead of you know allocating uh, millions of dollars from your Series A or Series B, uh, you can actually you know brute force or or get yourself to a level uh, of. I mean, yeah, of, of real success without having to pay the incredible taxes that, that these other your competitors have to pay uh, in advertising to Facebook or Google uh, just to, to be relevant.
1: Yeah, there's a reason that Dollar Shave Club, Audible.com, Honey, every single mobile game company known to man uses influencers to market their companies. It works. Their cost per install or cost per user is usually very low. There's unfortunately still creators out there that don't really understand their value. And so, you know, unlike a Facebook ad or, you know, an ad that you have to buy through Google, those usually aren't extremely underpriced. You can still get influencers at a very cheap rate um, for the ones that don't understand the value of a million views on YouTube or or 5 million views on TikTok. Um, And so companies are also finding a lot of value here still. And so... Hopefully, this was was all helpful, you know, to somebody. You know, we wanted to talk a little bit about the investor community taking equity in companies. I truly hope that we see, you know, some kind of example in the next few years of a creator investing, getting involved, um, helping move the needle on a company, um, either helping them get to somewhere where they can actually go public, or you know, get acquired by someone else. Uh, so, you know, hopefully everyone you know, everyone listening that this, this was, you know, a helpful conversation, you know, we'll, we'll keep doing these, you know, week by week uh, where, you know, Blake and I are going to start talking about what guests, you know, we want on him and I text back and forth about all kinds of people, a lot of interesting news going on in the creator community. Uh, and so we'll we'll start having some guests on here, you know, once Blake Blake and I can start reaching out.
0: Yeah. And, and if any creators who are listening to this, like actually want to get deeper into this space feel free to message reader, Eye, and, um, I'm, I'm sure we're we'd be happy to, to help, uh, navigate it because, uh, there is a ton of opportunity and, and I don't think there's any shortage of interest in companies right now, especially in the consumer world. And, uh, and so, I'd I'd love to be helpful on that front as well.
1: Of course. Yeah. And feel free to reach out. Um, we can link our Instagrams in the description. You know, Blake doesn't use Instagram. So I'll link his Twitter in the <laughs> you, description. You can link
0: it there, but it, it it just sits there dormant. So I I don't know what, what value that will bring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and neither of us really use TikTok yet. So uh, Twitter for Blake, Instagram for myself. We'll put that in the description. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time.